Welcome back to episode four of Memories by Marie. We're going to head deeper into the story of the memory, memories story of Max in the novel written by me, your host, Kim. I brought the box down and sat it on the bed beside me. I opened the lid just like it was a special treasure because I guess it was to me. I sorted through all the pictures and for the one that I was looking for, but instead I came across one that set me back 40 years. It hit me in the stomach. I'd forgotten about it. I'd not forgotten though how it made me feel. It sent shivers up my spine just looking at that old picture. Yep, it was Max all right. The old picture I'd taken with my brownie camera. I'd forgotten about it, but it felt like yesterday. I remembered the Shane children. I'd been a bit older, but I didn't really play with them, but I did know them. It was an awful thing what had happened to them and to their mom, Anna Shane. But it was still a mystery to me what did happen. I was only 10. What the heck does a 10-year-old really understand about something like that? I should have gone through this stuff years ago, but I couldn't take my eyes from the photo of Max. He was a ghost from a time that I couldn't shake. The year he died was when the fights with my pa started. That summer he wanted me to work on the farm with him at Angel's Landing, but I told him all the farmers were stupid people and the last thing I wanted to do was be a farmer. I could see that my words had hurt him, but I didn't care and I wasn't gonna back down. I worked that summer for Mr. Murphy at his gasoline station in town. I brought home the first paycheck, flashed it in his face and said, you weren't ever gonna see me slaving on the land. I was proud then and a little bit more idiotic to the man who worked very hard to clothe and feed me. It didn't get better from then on either. Here before me was that picture of the dog, Max. I didn't even wanna look at the rest of the pictures anymore. I just wanted to keep looking at that old dog, that old faithful dog. I should have been a faithful son. I stuck the picture of Max in my coat pocket, picked up the box and gave no thought of putting it away. Seemed unnecessary now, as I'll just have to pull all the stuff back out in a couple of days after the funeral. I decided to take a walk in town and the old streets were the same. I'd never been inside that new hippie shop, so I thought I might grab a coffee in there. The coffee shop seemed at a place here where the old timers drank their coffee so strong a spoon could stand up in it. Because in this coffee shop, it had fancy words on a blackboard and fancy writing. Latte, mocha, decaf, chai. Wow. 
Do I really get to order that stuff off the menu? I asked the girl with the nose ring behind the counter. She just gave me a really dirty look and said, can I help you or not? She was cleaning the steamer for the milk with a steel milkshake container. This place seems so wrong for Fox Creek. Who could her customers be, I wonder? Yeah, give me a black coffee with two creams and two sugars, I said. She poured it from a thermos and pointed to a shelf that had all the sugar, white refined, brown that I could ever need, and real cream, artificial cream, and flavored cream. It all just seemed so wrong for here. I wanted this place to be the same. But the next time I came back, I would probably walk into a Starbucks and the old timers would be drinking no-fat mochas. Taking my coffee to the high back table, I sat and I reached into my pocket for my wallet to see how much cash I would have to get out of the bank machine. And I pulled out the picture again. It seemed strange, this picture. It wouldn't leave me alone. I grabbed my coffee and I made my way over to the general store. If anyone remembered this, it would be Mr. Ford, that's for sure. And sure enough, there he was sitting out in front of the store. Hey, Mr. Ford, it's me, Buster, I called out. Yeah, I know who you are, Buster. Sure is a damn shame about your old man. He was a good fella. A little on the stubborn side, but a good man. A handshake was all we needed back then. Yeah, he was a trustworthy fella, that was for certain. Buster, what will you do now with the old shack? He looked at me with the eyes that I remember seeing when I was a kid, when I'd snuck over to his place and we had raided his garden. His eyes could see right through you to the other side and I felt 10 again when I answered him. Well, Mr. Ford, I, I have a life now in Francis and I, ha I have to go back there. Francis, Nancis, what's that kind of life to offer you, boy? It ain't nothing but a rat's mess there. Fast women, gambling, crime, terrible crime. Who wants that for a family? He looked at me over the rim of his glasses. I'll be gar darned if it wasn't the same glasses that he had had when I was a kid. This was all a little spooky. How could he have the same glasses after 30 years? I don't have a family, Mr. Ford. No wife, no children, just me, sir. And I don't want to settle back here in Fox Creek. Angel Landing, the old homestead, was okay for my folk. But I like the city, sir. I felt strong standing up to him and telling him so. Again, he looked right through me to the bone, and his look was piercing. Mr. Ford, I was wondering if you remember this here picture I took. I pulled it out of my pocket, and I handed it to him. Well, I sure do, boy. There's that dog, Max, out on the old wharf. He looked a little sad for a moment, and then he said, It was a mighty shame, those two kids, and what it did to their mother. Wasn't it, Buster? Yes, sir, it was. I was only ten when it happened. But I don't know the whole story, I said. I remember it, son. The old dog. Well, he never left those kids alone for a moment. And that Anna Shane, well, she was a timid little thing, afraid of her own ghost. Kept her kids at home at, at all the time, like someone was after them. 
Now, looking back, I, I, I suppose someone was. Huh, Buster? Maybe someone was. I didn't know what to say after that. I didn't think I'd get any more answers either. Do you know what happened to them, Mr. Ford? Did they ever find those two kids? It's bothered me my whole life. And I didn't know, I didn't even know it till I, till I found the picture. Go out to the old Ivy place, see what happens. Ask him, ask him some questions. Buster, about that family, about that family of yours. What are you gonna do about it? No way I could give up on that idea. What would I do here in this old town, Mr. Ford? I gave up on that a long time ago. There ain't much here. Well, Buster, I guess we ain't good enough for the likes of you. I'm apt to like the gal in the coffee shop with the funny nose ring better than I like you. I am mighty ashamed of you, boy. We were always good enough for your pa. I sat for a while, and when the other old men joined Mr. Ford, I sipped the last of my coffee and threw the container in the same garbage can that was there when I was a kid. Just to make sure it was the same one, I bent down and looked at the corner of the right edge and found my initials. I traced them with my finger, remembering the day I'd carved them there with a special Swiss little army knife I'd just gotten from the general store. I bought that knife on time. It took me six months and darn hard work. But the day she was mine, I made history here at the general store with my initials carved in the cement garbage can. <laughs>